Welcome to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Hi, I'm Hillary Bennett, former corporate stooge turned motivated mompreneur. After becoming a mom, I realized the two options offered to moms did not work for me. I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom, but I didn't want to work a normal 9-to-5 job either. I wanted to live into my professional calling and be a present, joyful mom. So I left my 9-to-5 and started coaching motivated mompreneurs just like you to build and grow successful, sustainable, heart-centered businesses without sacrificing their family. Join me each week as we dive into business strategy, mindset and productivity tips, inspiration, and a lot of laughs. Let's get to it. Hey mamas, welcome to another episode of the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Hillary Bennett, your mompreneur business growth and mindset coach, and today is a guest expert episode with Samantha Fine. Samantha is a social media ads expert, mom of an adorable toddler, and the owner of 916 Media and the creator of Activate and Automate with Facebook ads. Welcome, Samantha. Thank you so much, Hillary. It's so nice to be on the podcast with you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to be able to dive in and have you share all your juicy tips on Facebook ads, because especially for online service providers, we hear so much, so much, so much about how to grow our business organically. And that's amazing. That's personally how I've grown my business thus far, but wouldn't it be nice to let some of that go and let Facebook do the work for us. So I'm thrilled to have you on, but before we give them all those juicy tidbits, I'd love for you just to share a little bit about you and your family and your journey thus far. Yeah, absolutely. So I live in Chicago with my husband and our 18 month old son, Logan, and after he was born, I've, I've basically spent my career uh, in digital marketing. And when about three years ago, I had taken on a job that I thought was my dream job. And it wasn't exactly that. And I kind of found myself in this really weird position of, well, I, I'm very career driven. I want to have a career, but I thought I'm in this job that I thought was what I wanted. And I don't really know what I want next. And then when I had my son, that really bubbled up to the surface. And when I went back from maternity leave um, and I was only allotted 12 weeks, which is pretty standard in the US, but um, you know, a portion of it was paid. And it was one of those things that I was like, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. But I'm also like, I didn't wanna be a full stay-at-home mom. I give all the power to stay-at-home moms. It's a lot of work. Uh, but I really found myself in this really difficult position of, I wanna have a successful and fulfilling career but I also want to be a very present mom and the kind of mom I want to be. And I struggled with what that looked like. And towards the end of last year, 2020, I decided to kind of take my career into my own hands and use my digital expertise uh, and my passion for social media marketing and pair it with this passion I had for being a mom and wanting to have this balance of mom and career to start my company, 916 Media, which is named after my son's birthday. And um, I focus on providing social media advertising solutions to mom-owned businesses, especially those whose business supports other moms and moms-to-be. And it's been a very exciting journey. Um, I've kind of been growing the business uh, through a variety of ways, both my services, 
Uh, I offer managed service as well as VIP one day training and, and launch days, as well as launching my Facebook ads course. Wow. So in the last 18 months, you've had great personal awareness and revelation. You've had a baby and you've launched a business. You're launching a course, all the things. I mean, mama, you are on fire. (laughs) Yeah, it's been really crazy. And for most of all that, I was also working a full-time job. It's been, um, it's been a lot, but I, I've loved it. And anyone that I've spoken to, especially people from my, my corporate career world have said that I just light up when I talk about my business. And I think that that's how, you know, you're doing what you're meant to do. Yeah. I think that, um, that juxtaposition of what it feels like to talk about your work statement in a nine to five, which you can be very devoted to, um, and then compare that to how you feel when you're talking about your business and the difference is substantial. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think back to when I was in like the agency world and we had crazy hours and I would always say like, well, I want to be, I don't want to have to work, you know, all night long. Even I'm not the kind of person that can stop at five, come home for a couple hours and then log back on at nine. Yet then you know, fast forward to, to my life as a mom and trying to build this business. And that's exactly what I was doing. Um, I've been, you know, I get up at five, do my workout, do an hour of work, get everybody ready, get out the door, work for a full day. And then, you know, my son, his time was fully five to seven. And then I would start working on my business again. And I never felt tired. Like it was a totally, totally, totally different Mm -hmm. feeling than when I was doing that kind of thing without the the time with my son um, years ago on the agency side. And so I just think it, it so much of that is if you love what you do, that's what's that statement? Like, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's so critical to, to keep an eye on, is it, are you pouring into it or is it pouring into you? And I think that, Uh, the entrepreneurial journey and the mompreneurial journey, especially is going to have moments of ebb and flow, even with your own business that you're fiercely passionate about, there will be moments in which you're feeling like you're pouring more into it than it is to you, but to make sure that it doesn't get tipped overboard in that direction. Um, and, and that the business and your passion and the fulfillment that comes from, living into your calling on your own terms in a way where you're able to make a positive impact, um, that, you know, that balance is actually pouring into you as opposed to you pouring into it and leading towards burnout. And so I think that, um, for any of the mamas out there listening, they're like, yeah, I felt that way too, but things have gotten overwhelming. I hear that. And I, um, I just say, you know, make sure that you're heading in the, the right direction for you, not prescribed by other people from other people, the right direction for you and keep going. Um, but I love that. And I'm so excited for you that you're just feeling that passion and that fire. That is an amazing place to be. Thank you. And I'm just to add to what you were just saying too, I, I will say that I have found myself in these places at times where I want to do so much and I want to take it all on, but sometimes you have to take a step back and look at, 
you know, what are the things that are actually working versus what should I hold off on? Even whether it's something that you want to test or something that you think you should be doing, but it's going to take a long time or a lot of energy to try. Like you have to figure out like your holistic, your business, your life, your, your mom life, your personal life, all of that stuff and, and figure out what's the right thing to do. And I've, I've had some really amazing people in my corner throughout my journey who have reminded me sometimes that, you know, it, you don't have to do it all and you probably shouldn't be doing everything. Like figure out what's working and go with that before you start adding more and more and more to your plate or you will get to burn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. You don't have to do it all. And really you probably shouldn't. I love that because we always say, well, I should do more of this, that, the other, you know, I had a, I had a free consult with an amazing woman today. And part of my free consult is I have the woman visualize her future. And, and so before we do that, I always ask, you know, do you have any experience in visualization or meditation or prayer? Just cause if you don't like, it can be kind of a weird thing. So I like to avoid the awkwardness and ask that question. And of course, the first thing she says, well, I don't meditate as much as I should. And I thought, oh, gosh, dang it. I didn't want to feel, I didn't want to make you feel like, you know, you weren't doing something that you should, but we always put all of these things on. I should be meditating. I should be exercising. I should, should, should. We just should all over ourselves. Um, And so to be able to say like, really, you probably shouldn't be trying to do all the things in your business. That's kind of, that's kind of freeing. I like that. Yeah. It's, it, it's really, when you think about, I, I, I loved that advice when I, when it was given to me, because I, it really made me step back and think about, okay, where am, am I spending my time? And this was, you know, when I was very much trying to do it all and I had the corporate job and I had the business and I had, you know, at times my son home and it was a lot. And I realized there were certain things that I was doing because I thought I should, uh, organic social being one of them. And in it, particularly around posting, you know, every day. And I thought about what was working for my business. And I realized that that wasn't the thing that was driving it. There were other, you know, aspects of organic. And when I go live and things like that, that, you know, showed my expertise, but I was getting more value and more traction from my business by doing other things that didn't necessarily fall in line with what you traditionally should do. Mm. Oh, I love that. Okay. Let's take that as the perfect segue into you teaching us all about Facebook ads. So I'm sure everyone out here already knows what a Facebook ad is, but why do we need to be paying attention to this? Yes. So there's a couple of things that I want to want to quickly point out when it comes to saying you want to grow your business organically. You don't want to put money into it. So one of them has to do with time. And I think it, it really is a perfect segue into what we were just talking about, because if you think about how much time you're spending on focusing on your organic growth, if you were to put a price tag on your time, I want you to think about how much money you're spending on you know, taking that total amount of time and how much your work time is worth and put a price tag on it so that you can essentially say like, I'm spending this much money to grow organically. If you were to take back that time, what could you be doing for yourself? And it's not to say that you shouldn't do any organic, but you could take some of that quote money 
and time and put it into paid ads and let the he- the Facebook ads do the heavy lifting for you. Um, and you can scale a lot faster when you put dollars behind your Facebook po- posts, not in a boosted way, and I'll cover that in a minute, but by allowing Facebook ads to do the heavy lifting and reach more people and drive your business results and ensure that you're targeting the people that are actually going to be interested in what you have to say versus leaving it up to the organic uh, algorithm gods, if you will, and (laughs) hoping your message is getting in front of the, the right person. So that's kind of, there's the time and money aspect of it. And then then there's the audience aspect of it. So when you post organically, even if you use all the right hashtags, you can't choose who your message is going to get in front of. I can tell you, I've done a ton of hashtag research and almost every time I post something, I'm immediately inundated with messages for people who want me to do follow trains or um, they want to send me product for lingerie or jewelry and then have me promote their products. I'm like, I'm a business owner and a mom. I'm not, that's not in line with me at all. Um, and whereas when I do ads and I take those same themes of the hashtags, um, say, you know, the hashtag mompreneur, hashtag, um, you know, mom, boss, et cetera, et cetera. And I translate that into interest targeting with my ads. I'm able to reach people who have said, yes, I'm interested in, you know, I'm a mom, I'm an entrepreneur. I am interested in learning about these things because they've engaged with other things in that realm. That's how Facebook gets their interest targeting. And I can reach them. And I can even go a step further to say, I want to find people that are likely to click on my ad and get to my website or likely to convert on my website um, by choosing the appropriate objective with my Facebook ad. So, you know, again, going back to the time and money, you can spend the, the time and while it might not be actual money that you're paying out, your, your, spent, your time is worth something. And so you, you know, you're spending your time, you're posting to TBD, who, whoever's going to see it. And then um, you may or may not be getting the traction there, whereas you could take some of that money and, that, and let the Facebook ads do their work for you, target the right people, and start to see some income. So those are like a few of the key things that I like to talk about when it comes to why you should start to think about using Facebook ads for your business. I think that makes a lot of sense. And as much as you know, it's easy to keep the money in your pocket, there is that opportunity cost of, yeah, but if you could be working for a client, how much money could you be making in the hour that you spend on social media every day? Um, and so, you know, we kind of talked about this before we pressed record. Okay, so now I'm like, all right, I'm open to Facebook ads. That makes a lot of sense. But from what I've heard, I shouldn't try to go it alone if I actually want to make any kind of an impact with spending money on Facebook ads, I need to hire an expert to set it up for me. So Samantha, what can you tell the listeners that have heard that same exact spiel and how might you be able to help them maybe do some things on their own, get their feet wet before having to commit to paying for like a done for you service? Yeah. And you know, it, it's, a frustrating thing to hear that. And I think that 
yes, done for you services are great if your business is ready for it and you are ready for it, but that's an investment in itself that, you know, that you're paying somebody to do it and you're still paying the, the ad cost. You can absolutely do it yourself, but you need to know how. And so I would say there's a couple of resources that I would make sure that if you're ready to, to start exploring Facebook ads that you familiarize yourself with. So um, the first thing I would say is a lot of times, and this drives me absolutely crazy that Facebook does this, but Facebook will tell you, you'll post something and it'll say, get more reach from this ad by boosting it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, Facebook doesn't guide you through the process. It'll just take you through how to boost that post. And boosting a post is essentially saying, I want to reach my more of my audience with my message and I want them to engage with it. Engagements are not business driving metrics. Engagements do not equal clients. They, it doesn't equal money. So you want to make sure that when you are putting money behind your Facebook ads, you are focused on what are the business driving metrics that I want to achieve. So it really comes down to creating a strategy for your Facebook ads. And I, I'm going to share a couple of things that you'll want to keep in mind for that, um, as well as some resources that your audience can use to learn how to do this on their own, because it is absolutely doable, especially if you have a small budget and you want to test with small budgets, because you can test things out in Facebook for as little as $5 a day. Um, but a, a managed service, somebody that's providing a managed service is not going to do that for you. So when you're creating your Facebook ad strategy, there's three things that I'm going to advise that you keep in mind. One is knowing what you want your ideal client to do. What action or actions do you want them to take and outline that. And one thing to keep in mind there is that the first time someone gets to your website, roughly only 2% of people that land on your website for the first time are going to take that desired action. So not only do you have to outline what is the end result that you want them to do, but what are the steps that they might take before they get to that end result? So that's number one. Um, number two is who are you trying to reach? So who is your ideal client? Um, who is that audience? What are their pain points and how might your product or service or solution solve those pain points? And that's going to help you not only identify who you should be targeting, but also what your messaging strategy should be. And then the third is to make sure that you have a, you have your tracking in place. So you want to make sure that you have the Facebook pixel installed on your website. And I have a, a freebie that I can provide on with instructions on how to do that. But you want to make sure you have your, your Facebook pixel installed and that you create a retargeting strategy so that you can capture those people who have been to your website, but haven't taken that action. I would also add not totally related to Facebook ads, but a little bit that when you are driving people to your website, you make sure you have a way to capture them um, with their email address. So start to build your email list. That's not only important so that you can you know, do email marketing and have that one-to-one -one conversation with them, but it will also help you with being able to retarget them as you can upload your email list as another way of retargeting people. Um, and I, if, those, if all these terms are sounding a little 
um, overwhelming. I do talk a lot about them in some of my programs as well as on my Instagram and give more background there. Um, but I would say again, like knowing what you're trying to do, knowing who you're trying to reach, and then having a way to continue that engagement with them, whether it's through email marketing or through Facebook ads retargeting, um, so that you can kind of bring them down the, the purchasing funnel. That's awesome. Okay. So we've learned so far, don't boost. What are the three things that we need to know when kind of diving into the Facebook ads? Um, and you said that you have a great freebie on how to get, you said Facebook pixels, is that what it's called? Yes. The Facebook pixel placed on your website. That's going to allow you to not only retarget your audience, but also track what's happening from your ads. So it'll allow you to see how many people came to your website from your ads and took the desired action that you're, you want them to take. So awesome. Okay. So if we've got someone sitting at her desk right now, ready to be like, okay, I know what action I want them to take. I've got my ideal client avatar all figured out. You know, I have everything ready to go. I even have Facebook pixels on my website. What are the, what's the first step that someone who has never before done anything with Facebook ads need to take? So you've got your, it's on, based on that, you kind of have your strategy, right? You've got, you know what you want them to do. So now you have to really craft it into a funnel strategy and then you can start setting up your ads. You want to make sure you have, you've got your messaging that aligns to what your audience pain points are and how you can solve them um, and start crafting what that looks like. And then you can start to set up your ads. So if you've never done that before and you don't want to invest anything, um, Facebook Blueprint has some resources. It's just Facebook's free, um, free resources. I will say it's super overwhelming to find stuff. Um, I just personally, even myself looking for, for things, it can be um, a kind of an overwhelming uh, area. But uh, if you don't want to spend any money on how learning how to do it, that is one solution. You can just go to uh, Facebook Blueprint and Google uh, Facebook ad or search in there for Facebook ads and you can figure out how to set up your campaigns. Um, I mentioned earlier, I do provide some trainings, free trainings on my Instagram every Wednesday um, on different uh, resources for activating ads and other marketing strategies. And then I also do have a Facebook ads course where I teach how to create a, your, a data-driven Facebook ad strategy, activate your campaigns, and then kind of automate the management of them as well. Okay. So there are definitely some free options out there. Um, like with all free options, in addition to organically growing your, your funnels, it's going to take a little bit more effort and could be a little bit overwhelming. Um, and so definitely have people head over to your Instagram on Wednesdays. Do you just have those go live or do you convert them into IGTV afterwards? Yep. So they convert into IGTV afterwards. And then if you sign up for my newsletter, you'll get a recap. You'll get a link to the uh, IGTV, as well as a quick summary of the training. Awesome. Okay. We will make sure that the link to Facebook Blueprint, her Pixels freebie, um, Samantha's Facebook 
I'm sorry, Instagram handle so that you can do that. We'll put a link in there to get onto your email list as well as your Facebook ads course. So there's just so many resources that honestly, it's almost like just thinking about getting into Facebook ads, which is overwhelming in and of itself is a little bit overwhelming. So what kind of closing advice or overall lesson would you want our mamas to take away from this conversation? I would just say like, don't be afraid by Facebook ads. I know it can feel overwhelming. And when you find the right person to work with, to teach you, whether that's free or paid or whatever approach you are getting, it, you need to make sure that your questions are going to be answered. There's a lot of information out there in general throughout the business world and Facebook ads is, is there's no shortage of information. But if you take the time to really learn how to do it and how to do it right, you will see the benefits of it. And I, I would just add, like, remember that your time is valuable and at some point you are going to want to take some of your time to do other things and for whether it's for your business or for your family. And when you start investing in your business and you start investing in Facebook ads, you will start to get some of that time back while still seeing the results pay off in your business. Love that. I mean, that's the dream, right? Getting time back, but right. still getting still getting the results, even maybe getting better results, hopefully is what this sounds like. Um, so that's wonderful. I'm curious. So as you started, um, nine 16, which that is precious that that is sweet Logan's birthday. I love that. You know, I was always curious, like, Oh, I wonder where nine 16 comes from. Love that. Mm -hmm. Um, when have you started using Facebook ads for 916 Media? And when did you start that? Like how soon after launching the company did you start using Facebook ads? Yeah, so I have done a couple of things with it. Um, one is through my, um, for some of the programs that I'm running with some of my, my freebies. So one way you can use it and that I've uh, done a little bit of is for uh, driving to my freebies to get, uh, to bring more people into my email list. So that's one really great way to use Facebook ads, especially as a service provider that you can, that you can use Facebook ads for. I've done a little bit of testing with it. What I'm really focusing on kind of holding my, my Facebook ad spend for, for my business is my webinar. Um, Facebook ads for my business is actually one of those things that I've been wanting to do more of. And as I build out different programs, going, taking this full circle back to the beginning of our conversation of the things that I kind of outlined was like, I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this. And I had uh, people in my corner saying, you've got to slow down. Some of the programs I wanted to do so that I could run ads for my business are some of the things that people had advised me on holding off on. Not because it was too early in my business, but because I had already committed to other things. So things like my course. I really wanted to run ads for my course right away. Uh, and I, I was in a program for my course and they advised me to hold off until I was doing my webinar. So I'm, that's, that's what I, I thought I had listened and I followed, but I, I would say that you really can run ads for anything. Um, I, let me take that back. I, you, I wouldn't necessarily recommend running ads directly to your services. You'll want to give some sort of value that they're, you know, to them before you go right in for your services. 
But so it's, I, that's just like with anything else, we want to be able to provide value first, serve first. The same thing goes with Facebook ads. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. yes, yes. And it doesn't, okay. that value doesn't need to be a freebie. Um, you know, I'm like in this program, I am doing a you know, free webinar and do it, but it can be, um, you know, some people do tiny offers. So you can do like a $27 offer and lead into other programs from that. So it doesn't necessarily need to be a freebie. It can be, I've um, run a couple of small ads leading into some of my Instagram trainings. So there, there are a few different things that you can do okay. to, to showcase the value. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, and I don't know if you don't feel comfortable sharing this, I'm totally putting you on the spot right now. So when you used Facebook ads to grow your email list, how, so can you tell us a little bit, like how much did you invest in that and how many ads did you get to your list? Um, I'm still pretty early in activating them. So I'm, I'm hesitant to share the results right away. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I've always think that it's interesting. And, you know, here's the thing too. And this is what I tell anyone who gives me two seconds of airtime mm -hmm. is that you can't look to your right and look to your left and say, this is what she did and mm -hmm. she got this success. And so I need to do the exact same thing and I will get the same exact success. I yeah. truly think that we have to take the time to not only customize, you know, our process, our funnel, our verbiage to what we're offering and to speak to our deal client. But we also have to personalize everything to us. What works for us as our individual, unique, beautiful selves? And how can we stay true and authentic in our process? And if we do that, it's going to look completely different. So if I went and utilized Facebook ads to grow my email list, it's going to look different. You know, maybe have some of the basics the same, but it'll look different than Samantha's. Um, and so I asked that question just kind of like to gauge like, oh, I wonder if that's something I should do. And I completely know, and like I said, we'll tell anyone that will listen that you cannot get into that comparison game because that's not really where the truth lies. You have to, you know, follow your heart and try things out for yourself. I 1000% agree with that. And I, it's something I advise all my clients as well. Like you cannot compare results to somebody else. Um, every, every business is different. Every message is different. And you can't say that just because somebody else achieved something in a certain amount of time, that the same result is going to happen to you. You, yeah. you might have better results. You don't know, but you, you also won't know until you try. And if you hold off on trying because of somebody else's results, or you go in with the notion that some you're going to get the same results as someone else did, you're, you're not going to, you're like, you're not likely going to be happy with the results you see. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So before we finish today, I know we've already outlined several different resources um, that you have shared, but why don't you make sure we know how we can connect with you and work with you? Yes. So um, Instagram is one of the best ways to connect with me. It's 916 media on Instagram. And then um, I have all of my services as well as a link to my course on 916media.com. Um, and so I would say those are probably the two best places to connect with me. Awesome. Well, Samantha, thank you so much for joining us today for shared, shedding a little bit of light into the typically overwhelming space of Facebook ads. Um, and it's been a blast. So I'm so appreciative of you joining us. 
Thank you so much for having me. It's always so great to, to chat with you. And I really, really appreciate the time. Oh my gosh. Of course. Okay, mamas, thank you for listening to this episode of the Motivated Mompreneur podcast and be sure to come back next week for another dose of inspiration and information to build the business of your dreams without sacrificing your family. As a mom, I know your most valuable resource is your time and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in today. If you like what you hear and want to connect more, head over to www.hillarybennett.com forward slash podcast or find me on Instagram at Coach Hillary. And let's get to know each other better. Also, if you could take a couple minutes to leave me a rating and review, that will help me reach other amazing mompreneurs, multiply their bottom line by transcending their upper limit.